This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+, plus. rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Wentzmo King's Meadow, the podcast that follows the fantastic Chelsea FC women's team. After returning to the top of the WSL table, Chelsea's attention returned to the FA Cup and a quarter-final clash against Reading. Uh, Emma Hayes used the opportunity to rest the likes of Lauren James and Sam Kerr. Uh, whilst Benilla Harder, Frank Kirby, Aaron Cuthbert and Katrina Svitkova all were still out injured. A much rearranged, Chelsea took the lead through Jess Carter and quickly followed it up with a Marimielda penalty. Chelsea confirmed victory early in the second half with a beautiful flowing move, ending with Alsu Abdelina squaring to Guru Wrighton to score into an empty net. A late consolation goal spoiled what would have been a very successful afternoon's work with four academy players, Amy Claypole, Ashanti Akpan, Keris Brown and Rihanna Blades all getting first team minutes. Uh, but as it was, Chelsea are through to the semi-finals and the title of tonight's show went to make Kings Meadow episode 103. Is the kids are all right. Um, which we'll be talking about later on. Uh, remember, you can listen live every Tuesday at 8pm by heading to Mixler.com, that's M-I-X-L-R, and search for Went to Mo Kings Maddock, where you can join in the show by posting on the live chat page, uh, as Ben and Buffer already have, um, and CFCW purring has hearted the show. That's how good it is so far. Probably because I'm not coughed. Um, now, yeah, probably... think, can they see videos of the, of us? Absolutely not. Definitely wouldn't no. get no likes then. Talk for yourself. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway, apologies for no show last week. Uh, I had COVID uh, and I've still got a cough, uh, which we're going to hear in a second. Um, But we are back. And if you're a fan of straight white males talking women's football, then you are in for a treat tonight because I'm also joined by, as you just heard, my co-host, Dane Whittle. Dane, good to see you. (laughs) Where where did that last paragraph come from? I just thought of it earlier. You've got a like. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm good, thank you. Like you, I've got some sort of bug that has uh, been uh, with me for about five weeks now. It feels like every single cold I've ever had in my whole life has all come together to uh, bite me on the arse. And uh, yeah, I'm struggling to get rid of it. But hey ho, I'm only talking, so I'm cool. I'm off this week anyway, so all good. Yeah, I feel exactly the same. So I'm going to 
give you most of the heavy lifting, I think, tonight. <laughs> um, I just want to mention, because obviously we didn't do a show last week um, for King's Meadow Chronicle, because I met up with Andy, who is the Barmy article, which is United's version of it, the fanzine outside the ground before kickoff. Uh, we sold copies together. We shared change. Um, we used my card reader. Nice. And we filmed for MUTV. Uh, did a little interview with them. So I you was good on your best behaviour. I was. Um, so one club's taken an interest into fanzines. Um, sadly, United's. Uh, I think it's all sorry, uh, all subscription based. So I don't think I can watch it. Oh, which is annoying. But if anyone is subscribed to MUTV. Yeah, and you're tuning in tonight. Please send me a video of it. Um, now on the show tonight, in part one, we're going to break down Emma Hayes' team selection for the Reading game, uh, look at a less than pretty team performance and talk about the youth. And then in part two, we'll look ahead to the Monster Champions League quarterfinal trip away to Lyon, which is tomorrow night. Uh, sorry, excuse me. Let's get into the action then from past Sunday, the 19th of March, uh, Reading 1, Chelsea 3, at the Select Car Leasing Stadium. It's a lovely name for a stadium. Uh, Chelsea lined up for this one in a 4-4-2 formation with Chirimovic in goal. Back four address Carter, Millie Bright, Magda Eriksson and Alsu Abdelina. Johanna Ritten, Camrid, Sophie Ingle, Marimiola and Jesse Fleming made up a midfield with Neve, Charles and Guru Wrighton up front. Emma Hayes used all of her available substitutions. Uh, Amy Claypon, Ashanti Akpan coming off of Guru Wrighton. And Sophie Ingle in the 65th minute. Uh, Melanie Leopold was introduced for Neve Charles in the 80th minute. And before stoppage time, Rihanna Blades and... I don't get this name wrong. It's Welsh, isn't it? K- Keris? Yes. Is that if right? she's Welsh, then yeah, yeah. Keris. Yeah. Keris Brown. It's a Welsh name, definitely. I don't know if she yeah. is. Uh, they came on for Jesse Fleming and Johanna Ritten Camrid. Uh, and that left Anne Katchenberger, Lauren James, Sam Kerr and Khadija Buchanan. As our new substitutes, uh, stats-wise, Chelsea had 59% possession, 10 shots, 6 on target, 6 corners and 16 fouls. So Reddin's 41% possession, 7 shots, 2 on target, 3 corners and 15 fouls. Um, I suppose first off the bat, Dane, is you know, the sorry, choice to put Sam Kerr on the bench was probably a bit of a surprise to me. Was it a surprise to you? Surprise, yes, because obviously previously when we've been uh, questioning whether she'll be rested or, or or not even on the subs bench, she hasn't and she's been starting. So it's a surprise, but it was needed, you know, a big game coming up. She's, she's played in multiple games over the last few months, you know. She's our only recognised forward at the moment, uh, out and out forward. So, yeah, it, it, it was the right idea and, and no doubt she'll be back in the team for uh, tomorrow night's game. Yeah, obviously, we've seen sort of Amy Claypool from the academy come up to the first team. You've got the likes of Lauren James that could play centre forward, but you know, Emma chose to start Neve Charles up there. Um, what did you make of, of her performance as a striker? I think I've cut out there. Yeah, you did, yeah. What did you hear? Nothing. Okay. You said uh, she chose uh, Emma Hayes chose to start Neve Charles up front, and then you cut out. Okay. Well, I was asking what you made of her performance and the choice to play her as the striker. What did you make of it? <clears throat> well, I'm asking you. 
Yeah, but I'm I'm intrigued first before I say what I I say of of one your initial thought process when you saw that Neve was up front or it might have taken you a while to work it out because sometimes you know you see the formations and 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 the line up and you and, and we still get it wrong and then we sort of work it out minutes into the game and then we sort of question ourselves because in possession and out possession sometimes are two different formations. So initially, uh, when you realised that Neve Charles was playing up front, what did you think? And then what did you make of her performance? I was worried about the way we were going to play because obviously she's not Sam Kerr and we rely on Sam uh, a lot to obviously those long balls over the top to get him behind and Neve isn't probably as fast as Sam, I don't think, but she is very good in the air. So I think that, um, you know, it was to me more interesting how we were going to try and get the ball up front and probably mm. why we had Guru with her so she wasn't isolated alone. Um. I think she did okay. I put her in the player of the match poll as we'll come on to much later on in the in the show. But I think she's she's good at being able to do these different things. And we've seen her play fullback recently, seen her play in midfield. We've now seen her play as a centre forward, and she's a bit of a weird option. So I suppose defenders don't really know what to to do with her because they're not expecting her to be the striker, and they they don't know if she's going to try and run behind because she can, or do they face up to her? She can drop deep and turn on the ball. It's interesting, but she is probably at the moment one of the only choices that we've got to to do that for Sam while she's not, if she's going to be rested, sorry. Um, because obviously lots of Polina are out and Amy Claypole's a young striker for the academy. I don't think she, Emma's going to put her in to start a game at all. Hmm. What was your thoughts? With Neve, you know, we've seen her quite a few times in quite a few positions and I wonder... If if being at one of the, the, the biggest clubs in the world, she's happy to do that or not. Uh, she's 23, 24. So again, it's whether you as an individual want to want to be known for that, that one sort of position or, or you're happy just to get in the team. I thought very raw. I thought, you know, there was quite a few heavy touches and passes, but but hell yes, I I I really liked her as a forward. I've I've said on on shows in the past that I'm I, I prefer her a lot more forward, far forward. I, I like what she brings to an, an, an attacking game. I don't want to, you know, I'm not paid to manage Chelsea women. It's up to MRAs, but I don't I don't want her at left wing back or right wing back. I don't want her to be trained as a fullback, you know. I thought in this one game, I, so I've seen her play obviously more forward before and, and I like what I see, but, you know, as I said, raw, heavy touches and passes, but her movement, you know, her strength, the, the position she put herself in, you know, it was really impressive. You know, her willingness to run through the middle and work the channels, you know, she's got bags of energy and, and really deserved a goal. And that, that little uh, moment where, where where she robbed someone in the first half, just did like a little chip shot and it just went wide. That would have just, I know it was early on in the game that just to walk off that pitch with a goal would have been, would have satisfied me obviously and uh, yeah I, I really liked her up front and uh, it's something I would definitely look at again at the moment obviously with only Sam as out, out and out forward but you never know in the summer you know we could we could buy another forward or two uh, a Fran back on a regular occasion and we might not see it again but you know she, she she's such an ultimate professional you know you, you get called in now for, for quite a few positions and she come in and does a job and she should be proud of herself because yeah I I would I would look at her as a forward more uh it might not work you know this is me based on one game but uh I really liked what I saw yeah she had a, she did 10 minutes what game was it they played midweek was it Brian 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was one game she 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 put Emma Hayes put her up front because she didn't want to put Amy Claypole in uh, earlier, which didn't make sense. And then as soon as Amy come on, then then Neve went you know further back. Uh, but I, I yeah, I've always liked Neve as a, as a more forward player. You know, you look back at the season she had at Liverpool, where, where she was a lot far forward than she when she is ever is at Chelsea, and she had a really good season. So. Yeah, I'd be intrigued to see that, but I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see it again because, you know, when when you're playing for for a top club, as I said, one of the best clubs in the world, you're going to be competing for those big forwards. And if unfortunately, excuse me, if unfortunately Penella's Penella does leave in the summer, uh, you, you know, and not to put too much pressure on Sam, and 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 with Fran, you know, had had a bit of a stop start season, then you're probably going to be looking at a forward or two to bring in and establish players, and that would put. Probably Neve back looking at the uh, left, left, left back or right back sort of positions. But yeah, as I said, I, I can only say it again. I really liked her, really liked her a, a lot more forward than she usually is. Yeah, I think we'll see that tomorrow. We'll, we'll talk about that um, in part two. But uh, I'll touch on the midfield a little bit because I know you're a big fan of, of Marin Mieldo and she was employed in the midfield on Sunday. Um, I thought she, again, was excellent. And I actually would say I prefer her playing in that role. And she teamed up well with Sophie. And they obviously say there was a lot of fouls in the game, as I mentioned in the stats. I think we had, what was it, 15 and Reading had. We had 16, Reading had 15. That's 31 fouls in the game. Very stop-start. But it's that experience, I suppose, that sort of disrupted Reading, maybe trying to counter-attack us and then helped us control the game. Yeah, yeah. Experience, you know. She's she's back in a more familiar central central position where where you know it could either be centre back or, or centre midfield. Yeah, you, obviously she played a lot for us in centre midfield uh, over the years, especially before some of the injuries. Uh, before we we saw her sort of get pushed out to right back. Yeah, I liked her. She brought a calmness. You know, this is another captain. You know, it's always good to have. Uh, you know, just because I haven't got the armband on. You know, a number of leaders in the team, and she is a leader. She's a captain. She's got that wealth of experience international level and club level and I thought you know certain positions she calmed she calmed the game down she again you know Reading did a good job on us you know they 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 harassed <coughs> us they pressured us they sort of uh you know closed us down a hell of a lot and and made us sort of bunch up to an extent and you know yeah again the certain certain parts of the game was a bit it was a bit scrappy and a bit dirty, but you need players like Marin in there you know, just to calm it down, just to do with her. And she was guilty of a few, you know, again, a few stray passes. But, you know, overall, I thought, you know, she she played really well. And, yeah, you know, Marin in the team just, yeah, uh, is something I, I enjoy seeing. And it's hard to to criticise someone who you, you like so much. But, yeah, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed her performance. I'd like As again, I'd like to see it more. I haven't seen enough of it this season. But then again, that's a bias coming over and not the fact that, it is hard to pick sometimes if you think as well when when if you've got everyone fit to pick eleven players and and subs as well. Yeah, I think it's great she's able to just come in the team after a long time out. Did it look like it though? Like, didn't look like she yeah. she she looked like she she'd played quite a lot this season and and and, and she hasn't. And it's uh, I don't know obviously where her career's going. Only she knows that, and probably Emma Emma Hayes knows that. But yeah, <laughs> it was nice to see, and it just reminded people of her quality. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you mentioned bias, and it leads us nicely on to the next player I want to talk about. We are, you know, big cheerleaders of ours who have the leader, and she got a, a rare start for Chelsea. Um, she got an assist as well. I think she, you know, she must have had her name 
in Emma's conversations with coaches this week about what's happening with Leon and the weekend as well, Man City. Do you think she she did her sort of chances of getting a few more minutes? You know, good with her performance. I thought she was excellent. Yeah, another one you you wouldn't have guessed. You know, if you, if you've just tuned into this game as a one off, and 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 someone told you, obviously Abdelina's not played hardly any minutes this 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 season, you'd be quite surprised because she looked fresh, looked fit, which is not surprising because she hasn't played a lot, but you still need, you know, the, the touch might be a bit off and, and your positioning because there's a difference between training and actually playing. And yeah, again, looks like she'd, she'd been playing regularly, you know, very impressive in the, the left side role and very unselfish with the goal to, to Guru. Guru who, well, the levels of this, of Guru is, I don't know if we're going to get onto that, but dear Lord, you know, probably year by a mile. But back to Abdelina, yeah, it was nice to see her get a chance again, like Marin, I don't do not know what the future is. I don't know what what the plans is with Emma, but you know, there's a player in there, and we can all see it. And but we're not paid, as I said a little while ago, we're not paid by Chelsea Football Club to make these decisions. And sometimes things don't work out for certain for certain reasons, and then they work out at another club, or like they might not work out at another club, but then they come to our club and they and they work out even better. And it's you know, there's a there's a player in there, and and you can see that, and we saw that on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. Always huge fans of Alsu Abdelina. That's why she always is in the player of the match vote if she plays. No matter <laughs> how many minutes she gets on the pitch, we include her. Uh, and some interesting results when we get to that a bit later on. Uh, <laughs> so let's um, touch on the goals then. Um, obviously, Jess Carter makes it 1 0, sort of sneaking around the back. And she has made a little habit of that recently. She scored a couple of goals in recent games and that's one of the sort of criticisms I have of the fullbacks at Chelsea, not just Jess, but you know, whether it's Magda or or Neve. I feel like they're lacking that forward momentum that we need from you know, the fullbacks to get forward. But you know, if she's adding goals, she's she's doing that, and she was at right back for this game. And I thought again, another player that had a good game. Yeah, again, first of all, let me let me start by saying the ball from Guru. That was just it's it, it's not surprising on how her season has gone and I repeat myself how our last 18 months two years have gone and and that is it's, it's, sometimes it's so easy to expect something to happen when someone's on the ball and you get complacent because this is a stellar player we've got in our hands at the moment she's at the top of the game playing her best football ever you know and and that ball into the box for Jess was was a peach of a ball but let's be honest that's not an easy finish you know she had to keep her eyes on that all the way it's gone over everyone drifted into the far post and you just delic- delicately glance a like, touch volley you know into the net not easy and it just goes to show that you know there's goals in there there's various goals in our defenders you know if you think Millie you know Millie can finish and so whether they just don't get themselves in in, in positions enough they're not allowed to but you know, Jess, Jess is an interesting one because, you know, there was a couple of performances recently. When I saw her look for England, she looked so solid playing for England. Um, and she comes back. Another one, is sometimes it could be, she didn't start a lot in the beginning of the season, which I think was harsh because I thought she had an amazing season last year. Uh, and then, you know, as a player, you know, that must, that must be, you know, get your mindset a, a little bit like running, running around 100 miles per hour because you think, well, I've had a really good season and I'm not being not being shown a lot this season, but she, she's worked her way back into the team and we've seen a couple of left backs, a couple of right backs, sometimes in a free, you know, but, you know, this is another player who defensively is, is really good and a great age. Uh, again, 25, I think 25, 26. So, you know, got the makings of a great player, isn't it? And she'd be another one who wants to, would really want to stamp down a position in this team or you're just happy to be 
get these chances, but I'm sure she wouldn't have been happy with 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 the, with the first half of the season because she didn't see a lot of football. No, the, the formations change at the start didn't help her going mm. forward back. Uh, and then obviously when Magda had to go left back, I think then she took up Magda out to be when the new one left. Sorry, she took Magda off the pitch to be the spare centre back on the bench, and it gave her that opportunity. And I can't say she's put a foot wrong since she's coming to the team. I don't remember her making a mistake. Yeah, sometimes it, it's hard, isn't it, with formations and tactics and players. It's so easy to go. It's so easy to say, okay, these are my tactics. These is, this is my formation. We've got a defensive player in Jess Carter. She can come in and do this job. It doesn't always work like that. You know, the player needs to be suited to certain certain surroundings as well. And, you know, we saw how, how, how good she was last year, whether it was in a free you know, whether it was more centrally or more, more on the right side. So, you know, and then to be asked to be played left side, I think she, she's done a, a good job, but, you know, you don't know what, what goes on in the player's head. You know, I used to be, and obviously I was never reaching, obviously, these standards, but just a simple forward who used to play up front of an odd time, if you get asked to play on the right, just because you're fast, it'd be, it'd be so off-putting, it'd be so annoying, but... You know, so you would wonder what what the thought process is when you're asked to play out a position. But again, these are ultimate professionals. You know, this is this is their career. So you know, they'd have been a lot more a uh, lot more relaxed about it than possibly me thinking trying to compare Saturday and Sunday football. Yeah, absolutely. But as we said, you know, Jess has been great. I always want more from fullbacks. That's why I really like uh, if Perisay because I think she gets forward really well. Interesting to see what we do. Uh, in the summer on that one. A uh, couple of minutes after that, obviously it's 2-0 with a penalty from Marin. Uh, I'm just trying to watch the replay because I cannot, for the life of me, remember who got fouled. Was it? Oh, it's Guru. Again, Guru, you know, closing down the defender, made her panic. Looked like she was just going to nip in, nip in past her and then she sort of like tangled in her legs. Uh, almost, I'm sure, did she almost have one earlier? And it was sort of a similar one. I was like, I'm thinking of another game. She, so, she does not creep up on players. So I don't, you know, they obviously haven't got their uh, side mirrors on. Guru is very good at freaking closing down without you knowing. <coughs> she, she she did that again. And yeah, the, the defender was all over the place. Yeah, it was a really good sort of pressing moment from Chelsea. It started up with Neve, I think, on the right-hand side. And then obviously, as you said, Guru snuck in for the... I think it was a bad back pass, wasn't it, that she got in between the defender and the goalkeeper? Yeah, yeah, if I'm trying to think of it. Yeah, she, she nearly got barred, nearly nicked in and... But the defender definitely didn't. Didn't I'm sure she didn't see her. Yeah. So an assist for the first goal for, for Guru. She got the penalty for the second, and obviously she scores the third. Before we talk about her, you know, it was Cameron that got the ball in the middle of the pitch, and she played it through to, to Alsu Abdelina, uh, who squared it to her. But that sort of the flexibility of that in that midfield, with Johanna coming in off the right in central positions, you had Jesse as well, left and central. Sort of more of a diamond, I suppose, than anything else. But that I sort of enjoyed that aspect of the team because I weren't sure how that those four midfielders were going to sort of partner up together, how it was going to look. And we've not really seen Cameron come in from the right much. She's been an out and out winger, mm. but she showed a bit of flexibility to her game that could be another option as well when we do need to rotate and rest players that she can do that job as well in the middle. Yeah, it was almost you know again if you if you think back to the highlight of that of that ball from. Writing Canridge, you know, it was it was G esque, you know, it was. I don't. I hope people appreciate that. That was a oh, Jesus Christ. Talk about splitting a defense in two. It was like a you know a, a scissors through paper. It was a 
amazing ball and again you know some of the passing struggling i don't know obviously it could be the pitch and a heavy pitch or what happened but that was that was a world-class bit of play then and and Abdelina, you know, it's so easy to get caught up in the moment in that, you know, she's in the box, she doesn't play a lot, and you think, oh, if I get my name on the score sheet. But first thing she did, so unself, she looked up, saw Guru in such a better position. And, you know, many other players wouldn't have done. They would have still tried to shoot, you know, but she 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 put it across nicely for Guru. And again, it's so cliche to say you deserve the goal, because I said Neve deserved the goal. But if if Neve did get a goal, it would have made a difference. I was so impressed with her performance. And so to say that Guru deserved the goal again, but it just summed up Guru's day, as you said, an assist, winning a penalty and a goal, you know, stellar performance from her once again. Uh, it's hard to keep on trying to, I don't think I'm eloquent enough to keep on coming up with words to describe a Guru at the moment. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 it's, it's amazing. It's It's so nice to watch. Yeah, I'll just I'll come back to Guru. I'll just want to read out this tweet from from Harry Edwards. Uh, Alcio Abdelina for Chelsea this season: seventeen minutes versus Valencia, assist; fifteen minutes versus Leicester, assist; twenty-four minutes versus West Ham; fourteen minutes versus Brighton; and then ninety minutes versus Reading and an assist. That's one hundred and sixty minutes. Three assists of one point six nine goal contributions per ninety, which is. Um, obviously, very impressive one on short minutes. Mm. I don't know if it's going to be next season. We're going to see her a bit more, or if she does go on loan like she was supposed to do this year. Um, that's going to be one to watch as well. And just while I'm on his Twitter feed, he's got one for Jess Carter as well. Uh, between 2018 and 2021, 2022, she scored three goals. She scored three goals this season, and re- three goals in recent weeks, isn't it? Is it three goals yeah, in recent weeks? Recent, yeah. yeah. Regarding um, Abdelina, it is it is funny, isn't it? Our, our left left sided, <laughs> naturally left sided players always usually good at, at, at producing assists. If you look through the years, uh, it's an interesting one because I don't know if she's she's turned twenty two recently. Uh, I will say for argument's sake, she's twenty one. And again, to go on loan, I suppose if you look at Neve going on loan at the same sort of maybe age, maybe a year older, and and and, and Beth was. I oh, know she wasn't alone, was she? When she was at Liverpool, we we bought her. We bought her from Liverpool, didn't we, Neve? She wasn't on loan. No, yeah, she was. She's played there, yeah. Uh, and I suppose Beth. I was wondering what Bethany's Bethany England's age was when we sent her to Liverpool on loan. It's it's a hard one to you know what you want out of it because we're seeing glimpses now. Okay, we're not seeing glimpses. That's that's the wrong wording. What we see in the minutes that she's getting is is good. So you would think then that would encourage you to to keep her around because she's not doing much wrong. So again, you know, we don't know what goes on day in, day out in the training ground and the chats that people have, but it will be, I'd think it'd be quite disappointing if she went on loan. I think, you know, we, we need to push her on now. As we said, there's a, there's, a, there's a very, very good player in there. And when you've got the coaching staff that we've got and the players that, that surrounds her, she can also go on to, you would expect and hope she can go on to even better levels, but she needs to be given that, uh, that you know, that chance. You need, she needs to be given that trust. Yeah, I suppose that's the thing I always have about who plays left back. You know, if they're right footed, whether it's Jess or or Neve, it narrows the pitch. You want a natural left footed player. She's shown she can do it against WSL style op- opponents in in Reading. Okay, they're not the best team in the world, but you know she's she's still got to put the performance in that she did. Um, but you know, as as you mentioned many times, we don't get paid by Chelsea to manage the team or the players. Um, yeah. But you but, know, it's, again, anyway. saying. 
with Kelly Chambers, you know what you get with a Kelly Chambers team. They're going to be organised. They're going to be dogged. They're going to be harassing. You know, this is someone who's, you know, I think she's got a dual role. I'm sure of a manager and director of football. And, and you know, she, she's getting a reputation for being a good manager. And, you know, she, she's producing some good players from Reading. And so I was impressed with Abdelina against a, a good, you know, a good uh, WSL team. Uh and she, oh, you know, you can't do any more, can you? You'd, you'd be, if you're that, that player, you're that individual, you'll be quite upset if you're not involved again over the next coming weeks in some aspects. You know, maybe you're not expecting to start against Leon, but, you know, you know, give me more of a chance. I think I deserve it. Yeah. So we'll see anyway. Um, let's talk about, <laughs> sorry, uh, Reading's goal. They had one ruled out for offside earlier in the game. Um, and then they obviously did get one back late on. And for me, it comes down to, to Millie Bright, I suppose. I think people were critical of Ericsson because the ball sort of went through her legs uh, a bit sloppily. But you know, Bright charging in when she didn't need to. And it's been a big part of her game where she makes these tackles. And sometimes I think, do you really need to do that? She just goes steaming like a ball in a china shop. But it's, you know, Millie Bright does what she wants is what they what they sing to her. Uh, it cost us the, today, though, didn't it? That sort of I don't, brush of blood to the head, maybe. She went steaming in and got turned. Mm. And a, good, a good finish it was by the Redden striker. Yeah, I think Tron's guard, Tron's guard. Yeah, very impressed with her. I was very impressed with her. You know, straight away, you know, when you're watching, usually have my phone in, in my hand to Google certain players. And it's, it was a shame that, again, excuse my ignorance by saying this, but I was hoping she was a bit, she would be a bit younger because you always like wonder about transfers and players. And, and I think I, I Googled at the time she was 34. Uh, but, you know, looking now, 174 caps of Denmark, you know, 55 goals. So one in three in international level. She looked, she looked a handful. Uh, you, when you Google it, it says like potentially a midfield or forward. Obviously I don't know about the midfield, but I was very impressed with the forward, you know, she held up the ball well. She, you could tell she she likes to probably bully opponents, try to bully defenders, which would be quite hard with with players like uh, Ericsson, uh, Millie Bright, and Jess Carter. You know these are these are renowned footballers, aren't they? But I was yeah impressed with her. She sort of like whether Millie was uh, was um, unbalanced a little bit, but yeah, she she was brushed off, and it was a really good finish. Uh, yeah, I was impressed with her as as forwards. You know, sometimes when when you played so much football in your time, you do tend to watch more positions than others. And uh, yeah, the forwards forwards always interest me, and I I was really in, interested by her performance. Uh, then afterwards, yeah, as I said, trying to find out as much information about her as possible. Yeah, a, sort of a big name in in Denmark's history, I suppose. Um, so that obviously. A disappointing end to the game, really, because three-one, you know, clean sheet would have been nice. Um, you know, this game sort of we had fifty-nine percent of the ball, ten shots, six on target, a lot of fouls as I mentioned earlier, thirty-one in the game. It was a bit of a stinker. You know, usually I would say, stinker. you know, Chelsea were, were pretty poor overall in the game, although they won three-one. It wasn't a great performance, but given how much we had to change the team, mm. you know. Got to be happy with the with the result at least, and just move on from it. Yeah, as I you know, I said I said uh, a couple of weeks ago when I had to when you left me uh, hanging hosting on my own, uh, and it was just me and Sophie. I, I'm sure I said you know this is the business part of the season, so it's not about 
much about the performances it's about the results and this was a cup game it could have been awkward as I said you know maybe a bit harsh on the players I don't think the pitch was the greatest a bit hard a bit bobbly and you know these are these are the best players in the world so if they're struggling it god knows what me and you'd look like on there so you just you know you you take you take the positives out of this game you take the fact we're into another semi-final uh I don't think the referee was great uh I thought he was he was quite weak. The commentary was freaking awful as well. Uh, and I'd say the, the positives, you know, w- w- was a good performance. I thought from Jess Carter, seeing Marin in more of a familiar position, Abdelina playing. I thought Canary did did well. Guru was was another amazing performance. Charles playing up front, I really enjoyed. And then obviously you got the youngsters coming on, uh, and uh, especially Amy Claypole, who got you know nearly half an hour, uh, half an hour of football. Oh, actually, so did Shanta, didn't she? Yeah. she come on the same time so wow what an experience for them so there's a lot more positives than negatives yeah let's, let's talk about the, the two young players a little bit more because obviously they had the most impact in the game that 30 minutes the other two come on so quite late on didn't really get the chance to show what, what they could yeah, do nice to see Rihanna earlier it would have been nice but again you know you can't please everyone and and uh, all players yeah. I suppose the, the big thing for me though was you know they looked like regular WSL players. They didn't look like they were young kids given this rare opportunity. They looked like they could play. Yeah. Ashanti is <laughs> was Ashanti's debut. Uh, I know she was on the bench earlier in the season. Yeah, I've, I can't... I unless, unless she's got a couple of minutes here or there, to be given half an hour... Uh, Obviously, we've seen Amy a lot recently, and 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 Amy has played in in certain times in the last two seasons. But for, to be given half an hour against you know a good, you know a good WSL team, you know would have been done her so much good. And, and another one, so she's I'm sure she's seventeen. Uh, I think her sister plays football. Was her sister professional football? Maybe she's not professional football. She plays at a good standard. Uh, yeah, and and so they've been so good for her. And she, you're right. She, I think she come on for uh, Ingle. She come on for Safe Ingle, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, and and to play that sort of like pivot defensive role. Listen, you've got Marin next to you, so uh, as I said earlier, bags of experience, wealth of knowledge, and 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 the uh, the levels and limits she's reached in the game. So it would have done out a world of good. It was good to see actually because I, I was just glad to to see Amy come on, Amy Claypole to come on earlier to to, to have another youngster as well, and to be given that to be given that as well that trust, you know. There must be a lot going on behind the scenes, you know, with her, and they must be really impressed with her. Because, you know, sometimes a youngster would be lucky to get a five, ten minutes, you know, two minutes, but not given half an hour, that is a lot of yeah, trust. She, and... she trains a lot with the first team. You know, a few of them do. I think these four players are some of the ones that train a lot with the first team after the after January when they got rid of a couple of players on loan. Yeah. Uh, well, good, good for them. Won't, wow. Won't we'll just bring the youngsters in and, you know, they're getting an opportunity, which is great. I think it's probably hardest for a striker to come into a team, especially mm-hmm. you know, a young striker that only played academy football. Uh, she can't go alone yet; she's not eighteen. Uh, but you know, one with a bright future. I hope that Chelsea get to sign her to a professional deal. Yeah, uh, she doesn't look to go elsewhere. Um, hopefully, um, we'll see more of her next season as well. And as we as we go through without another striker apart from Sam Kerr. Um, there'd be a couple more opportunities for her, maybe on the bench or mm. even. <laughs> so you know, maybe even she'll get that start and see how she does. 
you know, maybe looking at a team like Leicester when we got them coming up. Yeah, good point. Yeah, that's an opportunity because the academy side they can't win the league now. Arsenal have sort of run away with it. Uh, mm. They've got they've got a cup final on the twenty third of April, uh, which will be the Champions League semi final if we get there. Okay. If not, that is uh, Brighton at home. Uh, so there's opportunities. And if there's nothing to play for in the Academy League, then why not? Yeah. Uh, Emma Hayes said after the game uh, that we were brilliant. So many good performances from the team. The squad depth showed in today's performance. It reflected the hard work we put in the training. We adapted really well playing a team that presses really aggressively, really high. So you haven't got the time and space to play the way you want. We exploited the space they gave us. We'd come here before and struggled, but today we did what we had to do in the right moments and the team executed the game plan perfectly. I suppose the, the, the one thing I picked up from that game was that we've come in before and struggled, which obviously we lost yeah. out recently. Uh, and given how many changes she made, you know, I was quite surprised before kickoff that she did that, but as she said, in the in the right moments, the team did the right things and you know got their reward for it. Yeah, she had to take the risk, didn't she, with, with, with certain uh, players and... And, and and positions and 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 the rest coming in. Uh, sometimes you have to <coughs> live by the sword you die by, and obviously worked. But you're right, Reading. I remember obviously recently is Reading beating us one 0 there, and I said a little while ago, Kelly Chambers really sets up her team, a uh, team in a really good, uh, persistent, uh, consistent way and uh it will always be a tough battle but you know maybe the two quick goals helped us and uh got us over the line eventually and just opened it up a little bit yeah um so i did the player of the match vote as well uh neve charles eight percent jess carter 19 percent marion mielda 21 percent and the winner with 52 percent was Alsu abdelina <laughs> uh, because our followers know football uh, I was a bit naughty leaving Guru out, but you know sometimes you've got to manipulate the results the way you want them. Well, yeah, she's probably got so many awards. I'm sure she can uh, make do without getting this one. I thought Neve Neve should. It's hard because, as I said, you you do look sometimes you do look with with a bias eye, and uh, yeah, again <laughs> for me Neve being asked to do another job that she's not too familiar with and 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 really performing, but again, you know her performance compared to Abdelina's who could say who was better but you know I was impressed with, with both they were very, again again it's got getting placed with Guru because you know you're just getting so used to these nine ten out of ten performances that it's just expected now and that's that is a lack of complacency by our our, our football brains and eyes because if, when her levels dropped about two months ago I noticed it uh uh and 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 said at one of these shows but I just thought she she obviously looked a bit tired, but okay. Well, well, yeah, I can I can see why because people are frustrated and want to see more of Abdelina as well. But you know, it, it wasn't a sympathy vote; it was a vote. You know, she actually generally played really well. Yeah, she a deserved winner out of the four, definitely. Uh, other results then in the quarterfinals: uh, Lewis one, Manchester United three, uh, Birmingham City nil, Brighton two, Aston Villa two, Manchester City one in the late game, which was a bit of a shock. Um, First time since 2013 that Man City haven't been knocked out or won the competition by Chelsea. <laughs> so Chelsea's the only team that's knocked them out unless they've won the trophy themselves. Wow. Yeah, that but, was a surprise, wasn't yeah. it? And obviously we go to Aston Villa in the semi-final. Uh, United host Brighton. Um, not the best draw, but 
I think we've avoided United, which was probably the the thing we wanted to do the most. But away to Aston Villa, as Man City have shown, it's not going to be easy, is it? No, no, Aston Villa are a different machine this year. There's Rachel Daly up front, who's who you know finally being given a recognition by England as well in in recent months, playing and scoring up front for England. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a, a very very tough game. You know, they've got a good manager, they've got a good setup. You know, uh, improving over the last few seasons. You know, they were sort of like the same level at Tottenham, wasn't they? They're trying to improve and made some signings, and they've, they've obviously definitely gone up, got, got gone above Tottenham. Tottenham seem to have gone a bit backwards uh, this season. Obviously, sat their manager recently as well. But you know, Aston Villa, you know, again, very uh, newly improving team. Interesting to see what sort of signings they make in the summer. But to get to the semi-finals, they'll be fancying fancying their chances because you know they'll probably. Maybe look how Arsenal played against us, and also looked how they played against us. You know, in the in the game at Kings Meadow earlier on this season. You know, I think Rachel Daly, sure she scored early on. I think she did score, uh, and she looked very dangerous. And they, they actually did very well against us. But obviously, sometimes when you've got that uh, those world class players, that just sort of gets you over the line. As we've seen a lot with Chelsea over the years. You know, we've just had that enough talent, haven't we, to to get over the line. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the game will be played on the 16th of April, uh, which is a week before the Champions League semi-final. So it gives us an opportunity to play players and have our strongest team out both weeks, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, another interesting thing. So we had Liverpool in the first our first round. We played them the week before in the league. That Obviously, the game that got called off after six minutes. Uh, then we played Arsenal in the next round. We played them the week after. Uh, back to back, and then we got Aston Villa on the second of April in the league, and then we play them after international break in the FA Cup. So both times away, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So we've had the same team twice in a week every FA Cup round this year. Uh, can't be replicated for the final though, because uh, we've got Everton the week before and Arsenal the week after. But <laughs> um, hoping for another trip to Wembley on the fourteenth of May, uh, which should be good, even if it is Man United that we get um, we're going to be taking a short break now uh, then we're going to look ahead to that Lyon uh, Champions League game very shortly uh, before we do that a reminder that Kings Meadow Chronicle issue 4 is available online uh, via kingsmeadowchronicle.bigcartel.com uh, Kings Meadow Chronicle features a host of great writers such as Sophie Spittle Rebecca Grasby Clayton Beer and Harry Edwards Stainwell among many others uh, so again you can get your copy from kingsmeadowchronicle.bigcartel.com as well as back issues of copies of issues two and three, sorry. Uh, so make sure you buy it and get it out of my cupboard, please. Uh, <laughs> we'll be right back after this short break. Cheech. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Cheech, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match 
and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. (laughs) Where do I sign up, Jij? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18+, plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. For Chelsea fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. For match highlights, interviews and the best Chelsea videos and podcasts. Download the free CFC Blues app now from the App Store and Google Play. Uh, welcome back to part two of Phantom Kings Meadow. Time now to look ahead to the UEFA Women's Champions League quarterfinal clash with Lyon this Wednesday uh, in France. Uh, sort of uh, the biggest moment of the season so far, Dane, do you think? Potentially, yeah. You know, it's like... <laughs> It's a hard one, isn't it? Because, uh, you know, especially when, when you're at the levels we are at, I seem to be saying levels a lot this episode, uh, you know, every every sort of game is is a big one, you know, with any sort of sort of slowly getting over the uh, the final loss to uh, Arsenal. Uh, and then we have another big game, you know, FA Cup, potentially FA Cup quarterfinals, and then we've got another... You know the next round of the Champions League, so they just keep coming fast, don't they? And when you, as I said, when you're at this stage of the season uh, with these big games and you're a top club, you're going to be, you know, you want to be there or thereabouts. You know, we, we, we you, if you complain, then then you can have a season where you're not in anything. So <laughs> it's going to be a tough, tough game. And as I said, I think this stage of season, every like, every next game is the most important game of the season. Yeah, what well, those taste. Ten finals or something they say, don't they? At the end of the season. Yeah, very. It's very cliche, but it's true. You know, uh, we've been lucky enough to watch this team for quite a few years now, and and it's been a while where we haven't been very thereabouts or involved in most, not all competitions at, at this stage of the season. Obviously, last year we was out of Champions League, but we're still going and all the other cup, all the, all the major uh, domestic cup trophies. Yeah, one one question I've got is a, a difficult one to answer, I think, but. Who do you think are the favourites between Leon and Chelsea? Because you know the reason we're playing Leon is because they've come second in their group, which was behind Arsenal. Uh, they were close to being knocked out. Uh, are they still the same beast that they were when they won the competition last year? They've won so many Champions Leagues. They're that huge name. But are they still that top dog in Europe? Or do you think Chelsea have got the edge on them? Well, you'd hope so. But then again, just going on our Champions League run of last year, I thought we had the edge on on certain other teams. You know, we, we comfortably went to Juventus and and won, but then struggled to beat them at home. And 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 this, you know, we were the Bremer as it was. Oh, sorry, it's Wolf, Wolfsburg, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, 
and and you know it was a free free a bit of a funny game and then at home uh, away got completely taken out by quite a few goals so it, it's a hard one to guess and you know teams do rise to the occasion when it comes to Champions League <coughs> and you know sometimes you can get caught up a little bit in in the group stages and and maybe struggle to perform but when it's a knockout it's it's a different beast isn't it and you know well they've definitely got the history they've got they, they've still got you know, good players. So it's going to be a tough game. I'm definitely not going in it lightly. You can't, you know. What was their results against Arsenal? Do, do, do you remember? Or Arsenal beat them. Both times. They lost the... the Leon beat Arsenal in the home, yeah, the away game for Leon. Uh, but I think Arsenal smashed them at Leon. Oh. But I think had a lot of players injured. As soon as you said that, I think I can remember, yeah, the headlines. Uh, and, and how's their injuries at the moment? Uh, I think Hedderberg's going to be back. It's obviously a big name. Yeah. Uh, I can't say that I know. Uh, someone in Mixler might know. Um, Buffalo will probably know. You should have done uh, your, your 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 best as a host to get someone on with, with really good knowledge of Leon. Yeah, or I should have just asked. Sort of, I'll ask Mixler now. They can let me know who's going to come back. Uh, and how are they doing domestically? I've got that written now. So... They last lost on the 11th of December. They lost 1-0 to PSG. No. Uh, the following game, they drew 0-0 with Juventus, which was their final group game in the Champions League. Uh, since then, they've scored 29 goals, conceded three. They're into the French Cup final. Uh, they've won 12 of 13 quarterfinals they've ever ever played in, uh, which I was going to ask, do you think this is similar to when we faced Wolfsburg a couple of years ago? where we're playing sort of the name rather than the team in front of us, where we're sort of worried about the historic you know, nature of of Leon rather than, you know, the team who Arsenal beat 5-1 uh, at the Emirates, as Speg164 tells us, uh, on Mixler. Yeah. <laughs> again, you know, it's hard because, yeah, again, you know, if I think of my knowledge of Leon, they've got Renard, haven't they? And they've got two Americans, obviously. I know the two Americans in uh, Lindsay Horan and uh, we was linked with. In, uh, I was hoping we was going to buy it. So come out about two two days before. Oh, Katerina. Katerina, yeah. Two days before the, the transfer window, there was rumours that we was going to buy. And it obviously come up, we, we was going to buy, what's the name from Arsenal as well, the, the left backs. So I don't know if it was just rumours. So... What's your original question? I've got it actually because I just remembered the about Lindsay Horan. I don't know if she's injured or not. Uh, it was sort of is this similar to playing when we played Wolfsburg in the when we got to the final that year? The first leg we played, we sort of had a fear of who they were, yeah, Wolfsburg historically, but they weren't the same team they obviously were that year. Is this similar now with Leon? They're not the same team that have won all these Champions Leagues, they can be got at. I think I think we might have moved on from that level of being uh, fearing other teams. You know, we, we'll give them respect that, that they they do, and you know, ever since you look at their recent history, winning leagues and winning Champions Leagues. But I don't think we're we're, we're going to be going into much fear. I think we, when we got to that final, uh, again, you can argue whether. It was a little bit too early for us as a team or, or not. But, you know, we surprised ourselves, clearly. 
uh, a couple of those victories, you know, as you said, when I mean, we got to the final, then maybe we got, it was just a little bit too much to get over that road. But I don't think we'd fear anyone. I just think we'd, I reckon Emma Hayes would have us set up to, and 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 mentally to, 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 to fancy our chances against anyone. I think, I think they'll be fearing us more than we fear them. Yeah. Do you think the, the group games against PSG are a, sort of a good precursor to what we can expect from Chelsea? Know that high press up front, you know, making them make mistakes. Obviously, we we blew PSG apart at Stamford Bridge. Yeah. Um, yes. We, we yeah. Very impressive. As well, we? And to remember that we've got uh, we obviously <laughs> the, uh, the 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 second leg will be at Stamford Bridge as well on a big pitch. You know, we we know how to play on that on on that pitch now. You know, we've had a couple of experiences. You know, the team and we've done really well. So it's an interesting one, isn't it? If if you can. If, think back to those PSG games, which I thought we performed really well. And, and we're probably asking the same sort of questions as well, you know, coming up to those group stage, those group, that first group game against PSG, you know, you know, how do we, should we fear them? Should we worry about this? Should we worry about that? How should we play them? And we've got absolutely right. So I've no doubt that again, again, it's a, it's, it's, it's cup knockout game. So anything can happen, but you know, we'll be well prepared. Yeah. So Mixler have come through with the Leon team news. Uh, Hegerberg is training, but she's not played any games yet. Uh, Macario is out. Uh, Carpenter is back. Uh, De Brits and Marazan, if that's right, uh, they're also back. Uh, Amandine Omri, she's out, so she's not playing the midfielder that we were linked with. I was also as a link to with, as I said, you know, someone just said Macario's out. Uh, Katarina, that's the one who's linked with as well. Like a day before, she's the, she's the uh, the American forward, uh, which is half Brazilian, half American. Uh, yeah, they said she's out. Okay. Yeah, so they they're getting back to their full. They'll probably be full strength for the second leg. Yeah. Thought uh, if they, well, I don't know how bad these injuries are. Completely made that up. Uh, and they got Van der Donk. Oh no, she Van der Donk. What is it? Arsenal Van der Donk. Has she gone? Shouldn't she at Leon? Or she used to be at Arsenal. Or... She used to be at Arsenal. Arsenal she at Leon. People that don't play for Chelsea is not our strong point. Hmm. Uh, that's what Mixler's for. Mallard's <laughs> back in the squad. There you go. So they're getting these players back. Um, yeah. We have got our own injury problems. Uh, most notably, Aaron Cuthbert. Not played for a few weeks. She's going to be a huge miss if she's not available, is she? Yes, yeah, especially when you know players rise to the occasions, not obviously including the uh, recent final loss to Arsenal. Uh, and and typical, you know, they've heard now for a couple of seasons that you know, and and they and a lot of these players will remember that that heartbreak of that night against Barcelona, and and they'd, they'd, they'd want to try and. Well, not trying to rectify that, but you know these things happen in football. But you know you get another chance and uh, another go at it, and you know we're in a good position to to have every chance to to win this tournament this season. Uh, you know, as I said, you know domestically, you know the best team in 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 domestic leagues in recent years, and the next stage, the next step would be to win the Champions League. Uh, missing Aaron would be would be a yeah it would be a bit of a pain. Uh, but you know we've got players to to come in and hopefully do a job. But I I is is there what's the rumours with her? Is there good chance or? Buffer said she was back in training today. There was some picture. I did see some sort of. 
Um, again, without <laughs> without presuming people's mindsets and personalities, you can imagine that if she was 60% fit, she'd be busting the door down and saying she was 100% fit and ready to play. She's that sort of all-out, no-nonsense, tough player. And uh, But then, remember, as we've said, we've got a second leg to come, so... Sometimes is it worth the risk, especially this 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 this, this time of the season? <laughs> Only she'll know, obviously. And obviously, there's a huge game Sunday as well, which we haven't mentioned. Which is well, exactly you know, you to to risk this game and then potentially muck up future games is. Uh... Uh, well, I've got one more question for Mixler, which is about the away goals rule. Has that been scrapped for the women's game as well? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to do my team selection now. Uh, which is a four-four-two, uh, Berger in goal, Perisse right back, Buchanan and Bright centre backs, Carter left back, uh, Neve Charles on the right, Ingle and Loopholes I think in the midfield, uh, Guru right and out left, and then Lauren James and Sam Kerr. Those are two forwards. Have you missed the player? Nice eleven. I don't know. I'd like to maybe see Perisse on the left, actually, and Carter in a more familiar right. Uh, Perisse can easily quite comfortably play left back. So you had so you had Ingle and loopholes in the middle. You had Guru. You had James. <coughs> and who did you have on the right? Neve. Neve. Oh, again. Oh. Or Neve. Well, listen. If she's happy with that, then then Samuel, she's she will. Well, who's going to turn it down? You know, a big game in in Europe and on the right. Uh, which you're gonna want players to do roles and you know, yes, and she does a role very well. Uh she can do what she's asked. Yes. Um, so who else apart from Erin have we have we got struggling apart from the obvious ones? Apart from the obvious ones that are out, have we got uh Chankovic trained? Smex one six four said that. So she's back training. Okay. Uh, only Fran and Katrina Svikova not travelled. So Hard has travelled, but she's not going to play. Uh, that's it. So, so why did Hard travel? Because she is training. Oh, I think I she thought she'd be out for longer. She's not. She, they said on the app she's not playing, but I think you want that experience there, don't you? I suppose. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Within the dressing room and everything. Yeah. Amazing experience. Uh. Yeah, so I like that team. I like that team. I don't know. Obviously, right in Canada played. I thought obviously did well against Reading. So, you know, even Fleming, we've seen Fleming do sort of a right side role. So, if you are gonna sort of protect that uh, right side or central role, it depends where. Well, obviously, Lauren plays. If you've got Guru on the left, possibly Lauren. So you're having Lauren more central. Lauren's gonna play up front. Cause you think they did a video of her and Sab scoring goals together. Okay, she hasn't played up front all season. In my mind, that's being they're going to play together up front. Okay, well, we'll go with that then. Yeah, we'll see. Could be totally wrong, but we like to guess these things anyway. Uh, as we do with the score now, uh, who was it? Rich says no away goals, but there is VAR, uh, so it's not the end of the world if you don't score a goal, I suppose. As long as you don't concede five. Yeah. Uh, what's your score prediction? Are you letting me go first? I'll let you go first. 2-1. Two, 2-1-2. One. Two, one, two. 
Yeah, I'm rubbish. I can never go. As I said, you know, we do a score predictions league in, in uh, for the men's team. And the most minuses I've got this season are from Chelsea men's. And yeah, I still freaking predict them to win. I predict them to be Everton 3-0. I'm absolutely freaking crap. I just can't. I'm so blue tinted and, and, and biased. I cannot see anything always other than a, or oh, maybe I just can't go against it. You know, you just get the, it's the hope that kills you. But with, with the women's team, we're a lot better than the men's, a lot more consistent. So I can see us having a a, a tight, nice, a European 2-1 away victory. One away victory. Buffer says 2-2. Two, two. Mm. I'm going to go nil-nil. Because I don't think she's going to be bothered about not scoring as long as we don't concede that's the message mm-hmm. if they get one they get one if not they go back to Stanford Bridge you got remember you know no matter who who we play against they've got to try and deal with and keep quiet Sam Kerr who's probably the most deadliest striker in women's football at the moment and Lauren James probably the most up-and-coming talent in women's football at the moment so we can talk about worrying about certain players and certain teams and all that but I ain't seeing another team with those two if you keep them quiet then you've done well like to an extent Arsenal did kept them quiet in the cup final so you've got to take your hats off to them but hey it's not going to happen a lot okay, I'm going to change mine to 4 nil then <laughs> Sam Kerr hat-trick and one for Lauren James there we go um Right, sadly, um, that is all we've got time for this week. Uh, thank you to Dane for giving up his evening to listen to me cough. I, I, I keep on muting. I keep coughing as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I haven't tested, but uh, yeah, I definitely sound like I've got some sort of symptoms of, of some some similarities to you. Yeah, apologies to the listeners, but we didn't record last week, so I thought well, I've got to do it this week at least. Uh, and and I promised that you would talk about the two announcements by the government and Chelsea. So you got to bring that into one of the shows. What was that? You know, on the uh, where where there was going to uh... oh, it was about a it was about a week ago on 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 International Women's Day when they made the announcements about. Oh yeah, I need yeah. to do that. I've not yes. time to. That is very important. I need to still do future ballers again as well because I've not really done anything with that apart from saying we're going to do it again. Uh, but there we go. Uh, maybe next week when I don't have to cough all five seconds. Uh, if you want to look, follow us on Twitter, you can do at Mokings Meadow. Uh, also on Instagram at Went to Mokings Meadow. Uh, you can find me at D Mears and Dane at DWIT9, uh, where you can listen, hear our thoughts, and not hear me cough. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can listen or read. Read. Well, you read it in your head, so you do listen yeah, to it. To an extent. I think, anyway. Uh, that's how I'm going to get past that one. And it, um, if you've loved what you've heard, uh, don't know why, though, uh, please consider supporting the show on Patreon. A subscription costs you £5 a month. In return, you get early ad-free access to all our shows, exclusive access to our summer series celebrating the 30th anniversary of the creation of the Chelsea FC women's team. And you get a free PDF copy of the latest edition of King's Meadow Chronicle. Uh, to sign up, head to www.patreon.com forward slash Wentzmo Kingsmeadow. Uh, we'll be back next week to review the Champions League game with Leon and that WSL match with Man City next Sunday. Until uh, then, thanks for listening. And from Kingsmeadow to Wembley, keep the blue flag flying high.
It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.